0: Hey there, sister friend. I have a huge favor to ask of you. If you have been a listener for two or three episodes now, and we've been hanging out right up in here any number of weeks or perhaps even months, girl, have you left a written review for this podcast yet? This is something that truly lights my heart up. Every time I see your comments and what you guys think of this show and your favorite episodes and which ones have inspired you or supported you on your journey or perhaps even changed your heart or helped you reframe a situation in some way in your life then I'm going to ask a huge favor of you right now. If you have not done so yet, will you please press pause on this episode and scroll all the way down to the bottom of the Apple Podcast app and leave a quick review of this show and how it's impacted you. I would love to hear from you, and if you want to do me one more favor, take a screenshot of this episode and post up in your stories on Instagram, or even share it on Facebook. Sister, this is the best and only way that I know that this show is touching your heart, and let's be real. It's what keeps me going and keeps me excited about showing up for you week after week after week. I know that we're all busy, but if you can do this for me, that will bless me more than you know. I can't thank you enough. All right, now let's get on with the show. Hey, sweet sister, welcome to the Shine with Franny Show. I'm Franny, and I'm on a mission to help you become stronger, healthier, and more confident using God's Word so you can live fully, freely, and fearlessly. I'm committed to bringing you edutaining stories, which is my way of saying I'm going to make you laugh a little and learn a little something at the same time, with the hope that you will be encouraged and strengthened to kung fu kick that darn devil right in the crotch and let him know his rightful place in your life. Girl, He is not the boss of you, so let's claim your freedom and walk in it. All right, sweet sister, you are in the right place if you're also under construction and you need a little extra Jesus and joy in your world every day. I believe that God has a special message for you today. It's about to get hot up in here, so let's go. Hey, sweet sister friend, welcome back to the Shine with Franny show. So y'all know what a big proponent of early morning workouts I am. I know you're like, I'm not a morning person, I'm not a morning person, or there are so many things to do before I get the kids ready for school. Well, I do like to believe that no one or at least less people are looking for your time at 530 in the morning or 630 in the morning. Than they are at 5:30 in the evening, right? Let's just say chips and queso and margaritas at Chili's for happy hour, okay? Y'all know what I'm talking about. Now, I do love an early morning workout, but I will be honest, I oftentimes have a difficult time coming down from that crazy sweaty mess. And when I was working at a school, it would be a challenge for me because I don't know about you guys, but I'm a I'm a sweater. Like when, as soon as I like, I could even walk upstairs and I'll start sweating. And that's actually a good thing. Just so you know, um, you know, you know, it might be a sign of maybe some menopause too, but it's also a good thing because your body is trying to cool itself down and starting to regulate itself. And so that's actually a good thing. So, but I don't know about you guys, but when I would be done working out, I would, you know, come in and then I'd be like, oh my gosh, I would take a shower and then I'd still be like dripping with sweat. So I had to change some things up. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to take a shower right away. I'm going to give myself time to cool it down, cool it down now. Thank you to cool it, cool in the gang coming up with a song right there. So I would come in and I would make my breakfast. I would kind of do my stretching, you know, kind of give myself that time to regulate my core body temperature. But one thing that I learned to do was to not put on my makeup. <laughs> Because I don't know about you guys, but like I would look like Tammy Faye Baker. Like I would literally have like streaked foundation and I would still be beating up sweat like all around my forehead and it was just ugly. So what I started doing was I started bringing my makeup bag in the car with me and I had a very short commute. It literally was eight minutes, but in that eight minutes, there were four red lights y'all and in those four red lights during those four, you know, minutes of waiting there I don't really know if they were four minutes, but during that time of waiting, I was able to then go ahead and take a, you know take a few minutes to put my makeup on because nobody needs to be putting on eyeliner or mascara when you're driving. I could do foundation, I could even do lipstick. I've gotten to be a pro at that, but not lip liner by any means. But does does anybody even wear that anymore? I don't know. So I'd be driving and I would have those red lights, and it would be an opportunity for me to slow down and you know put my makeup on. So I don't know about you, sister friend, but what do you do? What are some things you do when you're stopped at a red light? Right? It happens all the time. Like maybe you're going to write a text or you're going to check your text or, you know, respond to something. Maybe you're going to Shazam some lyrics to a song you're listening to. I don't know. Maybe you're going to add to your grocery list or set reminders for the day. Maybe you're checking your email. Maybe, in fact, you're one of those people who are also putting on your makeup. I don't know. I'd love to hear from you guys about that. But one thing that I learned was that red lights gave me an opportunity to get ready. Boom. That is like fire right there I don't know about maybe but red lights gave me an opportunity to get ready and I say all that because guess what that is the exact same thing in our faith walk that God will give us red lights to get us ready and prepare us for the promise that he already has in store for us and so this as you know I'm all about metaphors you know here but this is a powerful opportunity for us to slow down literally you're stopped at a red light and to see God. Now, as I was thinking about, you know, just red lights and thinking about the month of September and all of the different attributes of the fruit of the spirit, the one that I am focusing on here with this is patience. Now, we also know in scripture (laughs) that it tells us that the testing and the trials, I believe this is James, that the testing and the trials of our faith develop our character and that they produce perseverance. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I would like to learn some character (laughs) other ways besides trials. However, that is an opportunity for God to show up. And so when we think about patience and developing patience and developing perseverance and developing our character, it's oftentimes in the moments of waiting in that moments where it feels like we're still. And so I was really praying about this in terms of you know sharing a message with you guys and the Lord led me to which was kind of funny was like red red lights and red red sea and when we think about the story of Moses how literally God walked them through the desert and I have always been baffled by the story of you know their um, exodus from Egypt And specifically, it says in uh, Exodus 13, I don't know if you guys have ever read that. I would encourage you to go do so. Read this on your own. You know how I feel about reading the scripture on your own. But in Exodus 13, uh, verse 17, you know, it says that God didn't lead them through the road of the Philistine country, though that was shorter. And I, I've always just been baffled by that. Like God knew that there was a different way that he could lead them and it was going to be shorter, but he said, you know, I know that they're not ready for it. If they're going to face any trials or wars, they might change their minds and go back. Boom. Like think about that in your own life, sister friend, that God sometimes will take you on this long, what seems like a circuitous route. Like, where are we going? We're wandering. I don't, I haven't gotten to my final destination And God says, but I know if you're going to face any adversity or any trials or any wars or battles that you're going to go ahead and you're going to change your mind and you're going to go back to mm, the place where you once were. Think about that in terms of a relationship. Think about terms of an addiction or maybe, you know, some financial breakthroughs and even a career. So as we think about Moses, we think about how God equipped him through his time in the desert and not only, you know, physically equipped him with a a rod, you know, the staff, his shepherd's staff, but he equipped him with character because he had to deal with all these complaining Israelites, y'all. And I don't know about you, but I have been the Israelite. And so God prepared him in that during that time in the desert be able to lead the Israelites as we know the word exodus you know they're exiting and to bring him and really to set the stage for one of the most amazing miracles in all of the bible but especially in the old testament and that is when they walked up to the red sea so here they are now millions of people are walking out walking out and I love that it also says in exodus uh, I believe it's in 14 but it says they were walking out boldly in confidence like they knew like okay we are free But then, of course, there's a change of events. There's a turn of events and Pharaoh's heart gets hardened. And he's like, wait, we're letting them go. And he starts sending out the chariots, right? And then that's when we know it set the stage. I believe it's 600 chariots. And they're all like full force headed out to go after these Israelites as they're walking out. And I think it's so amazing, though, too, because as we know, the story of the Red Sea is the impossible, completely looking ahead of them and seeing this, you know, raging sea and these waves. And they're like, how could we possibly do this? And what do they do? They're like, Moses, why did you leave us out here? You know, were there no other graves here. And Moses is like, just sit tight, y'all. And I love that too, because in Exodus 14, it actually says that. And I'm going to read you guys that today. In Exodus 14, I have my study Bible, which is the NIV. I'm reading from today, not a um, uh, translation through the Bible gateway. But in Exodus 14, 13, one of my favorite passages is actually 14, but it says, Moses answered the people, do not be afraid, stand firm, and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. So he's telling them, do not be afraid, which we know is all throughout the Bible, 365 times, right? They were fearing, we do have fear, and fear can be a good thing, it can cause us to, you know, run away from a lion, But he says, stand firm, like stake your claim. And it says, you will see the deliverance of the Lord. So he's like, look, you're going to see awesome things happen here. If you only just sit tight. And then it says the Egyptians you see today, will you will never see again. So if you take a stand and you say, okay, no longer in this relationship, like I'm not going to, I'm going to set this boundary. I'm no longer going to accept this behavior, this toxicity, or maybe even with your, you know, your own uh, weight loss journey or your health journey, you're like, nope. I'm not doing it. Today, I'm drawing a line in the sand that I'm not going to have the king size Snickers, right? And verse 14, I love Exodus 14, 14, an easy scripture to remember because the um, 14, 14, the Lord will fight for you. You need only be still. Boom. God has got you, sister friend. You just have to sit tight. You just got to sit there and just say, okay, I, God, I'm trusting you. So of course, you know, I always like to give you guys takeaways and this one, I'm going to make a little bit nerdy, my nerdy English teacher, and I'm going to make it the word red, R E D. And I'm going to give you some tactical takeaways that you can, when you're sitting at the red light, metaphorically putting on your makeup, right? Using that time, how are you going to use it? So the first one is I want you to regroup. Okay. And this is all ours here, y'all. So if you're taking notes, and I certainly hope you are, whether it be on your phone or paper and pen or whatever, I know many people do laundry or they're at the gym or walking or doing whatever. So, but hopefully you'll come back and, and, and write these down, but you're going to regroup. Okay. You're going to recognize that God is in this with you. Just like Moses reminded them, like, Hey, God's got this, like he's here with us. We, and then we have to remember the Israelites completely forgot what God had led them from. They wanted to go back to the things. So we have to, okay, God, I recognize that you're in this place. You're going to sit there and you're going to regroup. You're taking a breath. You're at that red light. God, I know you've bought, brought me through X, Y, and Z. I seen you, you know, do this before. It might look differently, but Lord, I am coming to you today with expectancy that you're going to do it again. And then what do we have to do is we rest. Just like it says in Exodus 14, you need only be still. Okay, I'm sitting here at this red light, God. I'm going to rest in your promises. I'm going to rest in your provision. I'm going to rest in your goodness and your faithfulness and your mercy, your kindness, your love, all the things. So you're going to regroup. You're going to recognize that God's with you. You're going to remember what he's done for you. And you're going to rest in his promises that he has done it. He will do it again, that he is in it to win it. First and foremost there. All right. Second thing, E. So R-E-D, E that you're going to recognize that God is equipping you, that he has already, just like with Moses, he equipped him during that time in the desert, that when you're, when you're in a place that feels like a standstill, when you're in that red light, that he's equipping your character, as we mentioned a few minutes ago, that those trials are actually bringing you, you know, perseverance and they're developing your character. God, I thank you that you're equipping me. And you might even ask him, what is it that you want me to learn from this? What quality, what characteristic are you honing in me to make me more like Christ? How are you sanctifying me, Lord? Open my eyes to see that. And Lord, I know that you're going to enable me. There's the second E there. I know that you're enabling me to do more than I can ever ask or imagine. Ephesians 3.20 I know, Lord, that you are the God of the impossible. Philippians 4.13 I know, Lord, that I can do all things through, you know, your strength, not my own strength. And just like he gave you know Moses the shepherd's staff, Lord, what have you equip me with to lead? What have you equipped me with to walk through this desert well to walk through this raging storm and ask him for that? You most likely sister friend, already have something in your hand that he has entrusted to you over the years of your journey, and that you've used, but maybe you're going to use it differently. You know think about Moses, he used his staff many different times, you know he got water from the rock. He, um, transformed the snake and he parted the Red Sea. It was, it was used differently in different occasions. Now we also know that he used it differently. He, he didn't follow God's command on how i um, striking the rock. And so he, he, God said, speak to this. And, and of course he struck it, you know, he physically, he took action and I don't know about you guys, but I'm an action taker, as you guys know. And so I want to like move forward. And so that's a challenge for me. Sometimes when God's just like, I want you to speak things into your existence uh, y'all know that I have no time, no hard time, you know, speaking. But sometimes I, I want to take action. I want to move. I want to move through it. And God's like, that's not what I'm calling you to this time, right? He had to think about the time when he was holding up his staff, holding up the rod, at you know, um, with a, um, um, Amicalites, I always say it wrong. Amicalites, I don't know how you say it, but I remember that uh, Aaron and her remember when they were standing and they were holding up his hands. And that they had victory every single time he, they were, he was holding the staff and the rod above his head that they had victory. And when he let it down, the, um, the amicalites, what I am saying that wrong. I know I am. Don't, don't quote me on that. Okay. But anyways, so they would, they would prevail. They would be victorious. And so he had to keep on holding his arms up. And sometimes y'all a little word, a little side note, you need to have your Aaron and her, who are those two people who are next to you, who are staying alongside of you. You've got the equipment But then he was enabled through the power and the presence of his, of his, uh, friends. Okay. So that was E. And then the last one here, sister friend is declare and decide. You are going to declare God's goodness. God, I know that you are here. I know that you are a good father. Sometimes our definitions differ on what that looks like, God, but I am trusting you. I know that you are a provider. I know that you are a healer. I know that you're a deliverer. I know that you're a mighty strong tower. I know that you're a fortress. I know that you're a shield. You need to go into God's word and remind yourself of all the ways in which God has revealed himself to you and maybe the ways he has yet to reveal himself to you. And you're going to decide to believe that what he says is true, what the promises are in his in his words they are yes and amen that they are for you and that he is for you and not against you and that no weapon formed against you shall prosper and that you're going to see that red sea parting as you slow down you stop at that red light you regroup you recognize remember and rest you recognize that you are being equipped and you are enabled You know, you have the people around you, you have the community around you, you have the tools and the resources around you, and then you're going to stand firm. You're going to declare it and you're going to decide to believe that he has only good things in store for you. It says, you know, if you ask for bread, well, am I going to give you a stone? Am I going to give you a snake? No, your father, he is a good father. He wants to give you all goodness. So as we stop at our own metaphorical red light, sister friend, and we were standing there at the Red Sea looking Recognize that this is an opportunity to explore, that God's preparation for you, that this is his preparation power in you. He is slowing you down. He's allowing you to go ahead and stop and rest and put that makeup on. See where he is. It's a preparation phase for you. And you focus, you know, not on the Red Sea rather and the Egyptians that are chasing after you, but you focus on God and his breakthrough power. You focus on that, you know, it's only through God. Remember, this is one of the most amazing miracles in all of the Bible. And so as we think about that, it's God's glory, Now, all too often, sister friend, I don't know about you, but I want God to move the Red Sea and God's like, "Uh, I won't necessarily move the Red Sea, but I'm going to move you through it. And he is going to lead us just like it said in um, Exodus 13, that he didn't take them the short way. He will take you that long way oftentimes because of the character development that's happening. And you know what, sister friend, I will be honest. It's oftentimes too, because he wants other people to look to you and be like, wow, just like what happened here in Exodus 14 when they saw the red sea you know their chariot wheels were falling off and everything and when they saw that the red sea was moved for them but they all died not a single one of them survived that's when they were like oh my gosh god is fighting for them and they saw god's glory in that and that might be the exact same thing as you're walking through your own red sea the other people are looking at you and going wow who is that god that they serve wow that is a powerful god because remember there are 66 books in the Bible, sister friend, but people are going to be reading your life far more than they're ever going to pick up that Bible. So these are going to be steps along the way that God will give us as an opportunity for his glory to be revealed and his glory to be made manifest. So sister friend, I pray that this blesses you as always, if it did pass it on to someone else And two, let me know. I always love hearing from you guys, you know, join us on, um, on our, on our Facebook page free and favored, because that's how I get to know you guys, you know, of course you can send me an email and everything, but I get to know you, you know, more intimately through email, of course. But you know, when you connect with me on social and things like that, I can put a face to the name when you're like, Hey Franny, I just listened to your podcast. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, Sally. Oh my gosh, Rhonda. And those are two real people who in the last month who have gotten to know on social. So there you have it. All right, sister friend, I pray that this blesses you. And as you're sitting at your red light today, I just pray that you regroup, recognize God. Remember that he's in it with you. He's in it to win it with you. You already have won the war because Jesus has won it, but you might be in a battle right now. Rest in his promises recognize he's equipping and enabling you right now where you are with the community with the attributes that he needs to hone in you to be able to make you more like his son Jesus and declare and decide today that that red sea is not going to swallow you up that you're going to walk through it he is going to guide you he's going to move you through it and you're going to come out better and stronger as a result of it all right sister friend love you so much and until we meet next time keep on shining